Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Electric Entertainment. I'm your host, Chris, and I've got a really cool episode here, another bonus review episode of a film that's been in the works for quite some time. It's one that uh, when I seen it was going to be announced, I was really excited to be able to get my hands on a review copy of this and check it out. This one actually finally dropped here in May of this year, but this project had been going on all the way back starting in 2018, had, had delay after delay after delay and finally was able to get out for the for the masses to be able to see this film. And it was one that I was kind of excited about because it strikes really close to home uh, for both Ryan and I. We live in rural Indiana, uh, so small town USA. And that's what this film highlights, small town USA in Illinois of a filmmaker that, as you see this film, kind of paints the picture of his life. So it's the unbelievable true story of a film obsessive who inadvertently certainly becomes the first ever Star Wars fan, and it's a heartfelt coming-of-age love letter to the power of cinema. The movie I want to talk about is brought to you by our good friends at 101 Film, sent over a review copy for us to take a look at, and the film is 52577. Come on, just tell me, what's playing here? Star Wars, right? Star Wars? Star Wars? Yeah! When I was a kid, they used to show these short films before the feature called serials, and they weren't very good. In fact, they were actually kind of terrible in a wonderful sort of way because you could almost imagine the actors suddenly turning to look out at you and saying, look, we know you can tell we made these sets out of cardboard, and we know you can see the wires holding up our spaceships. But look how much fun we're having. And those stupid little films meant more to me than any big budget Hollywood extravaganza because they gave me hope Cut. that with a little allowance... You okay? No, I'm not okay. A little ingenuity and a little stolen time with my dad's old wind-up movie camera, I could make movies too, and I did. Boy, did I. How much do you want to be a director, Patrick? I want it more than anything I've ever wanted in my life. Hi. Are you, are you really sure about this? Do you need to be one? Then you might just make it. You really think so? If it can happen to me, it can happen to you. Get out! remember something life doesn't move at 24 frames per second it moves a lot faster and on this picture you only get one roll of film
So a long time ago in small town USA, Illinois, rural Illinois at that, it's a devoted filmmaker uh, and film fan that spends his days making movies in his backyard and obsessing over a film that he seen when he was eight years old on the big screen. That's kind of how this this movie starts. You you kind of see through his mind at times. You see what he's thinking. You see what's what's stirring in his day to day life from a young age all the way uh, into his high school years. But it starts with this really young boy at the age of eight on the edge of his seat watching a movie in the theater where all these adults and others are sitting around him, kind of dozing off and, and snoozing. The movie that they're they're watching is 2001 A Space Odyssey, and he's just mesmerized, and he just falls in love with what the big screen and cinema can do to just challenge your thinking and and from that moment forward he he has this drive and this love for creating film but little does he know he was about to discover a film that would change his life forever so the boy that is being highlighted and kind of you see as he grows into his teenage life is patrick reed johnson and the film that is about to change his life is star wars so the long-awaited wait for 525 77 like i say started back in 18 had delays and delays and finally became to the the masses to be able to to check out it's based on the true story of patrick reed johnson it's a it's a comedy it's a drama but it's like a uh, a coming of age story about his life that is written and directed by him so it's it's funny and endearing and it's it's like i say a coming of age drama and it's a love letter to film and filmmaking of all of these these passion project films that came into existence in the 70s and and is a must-see for anyone who has passion for film and just loves good movies. And that's why I say this one was an exciting one to get to watch because... I mean, Ryan and I's love for movies go way back to when we were kids, and that's what this portrays here, and it's just you always think of some of those big movies that were made years and years ago. Seeing those on, on a big screen is just something that kind of drives you to want to be creative. If, if you have that creative mindset, you, you want to be part of that uh, because you bring what is in your mind to uh, reality for a, an hour, two hours, to where people can enjoy it. And what you've seen early on in this film with Pat was his, his family dynamic as part of this too. So his mom and his dad were, were going through some challenging times around that, er, that early time of when he saw 2001 A Space Odyssey. And he, he realized that as he made films, it was something that brought people together. It was something that um, no matter what people were going through, they would sit and um, just watch and be entertained and enjoy the hour, hour and a half, two hours that they were spent around this screen watching something that was created by an individual. And I think he's seen that early on with what he was creating, brought his family together to at least uh, for a moment in time be together and be doing something that wasn't about the the challenges they were going through. So Pat, he's an outsider. He's a geek obsessed with film. And when he's not watching them, he's trying to make them in his backyard. He uses anything and everything in his house. You've seen, seen break down um, his dresser, spray painting it, putting it in as, as a prop. He uses his pool. Um, to the point where stuff gets sucked into the filter, you see that thing blow up. 
and it was always something that he was he was using around the house or even his own siblings and when he's not making films he's sharing these these theories and and all of his favorite thoughts about film with anyone and everyone that that would listen whether they they wanted to hear it or not and and you see that in the movie it's just he's he's rambling and rambling and rambling about all of this these films that he just loves and he's so devoted to he gets bullied at school and he's usually the butt of his friends jokes he dreams of making it big in in film and aspires to get to the heights of his ultimate hero, which was the special effects guru, Douglas Trumbull. So none of the movies that he ever made in his backyard or or things that he he worked on with his friends ever really got to a point of completion. He would start on one, then start on another, and then start on another. He always had these projects going on, and he he just dreamed of trying to get to Hollywood through these these little films that that he was making but like he would talk about these different directors and cinematographers and producers and his mom started to catch on to some of these names and then started herself to make calls out in Hollywood and she landed a meeting with uh, Herb Lightman and his whole world takes this big shift once he finds a way to get out to Hollywood through this connection his mom made for him to set up to be introduced to Douglas Trumbull, the guy that he was so passionately kind of mesmerized by with all these special effects. Not only does he find himself in the room with some of the all-time greats, which includes Steven Spielberg, but he also becomes the very first outsider to see the presentation of Star Wars. So it's a beautiful tale of growing up in rural Illinois, falling in love and becoming the first fan of the film that changed the face of cinema forever. It perfectly captures the magic of filmmaking and is an ode to the films that inspired ingenuity and encouraged freaks, geeks, and creative spirits to dream big. 525.77 is a joyride. Two hours and 12 minutes. Was released out in 2022, but made available through streaming with 101 Films this month, May of 2023. You can get it right now. Um, IMDb has it rated at a 6.5 out of 10. I would say, based on my love of these types of movies and just how this movie was made, it kind of sucks you right in and takes you on this ride for a little over two hours that you kind of just see the the love of filmmaking and a young individual and, and the challenges that come along with that. Um, I would rate this one at an 8 out of 10 and say I, if you like Star Wars, you like the 70s, you like science fiction, you're going to really enjoy this film. pulls at your heartstrings because of this um, coming of age story that a lot of us find ourselves in but also if you're from the rural areas uh, like Ryan and I it, it taps right into those settings and um, it's just a joyride it's got a lot of great actors in it a lot of well-known people that that you've heard of John Francis Daly Austin Pendleton lots of others and the cast just does a really good job I couldn't recommend it more so go check it out today you can get it it's available wherever you get uh, your digital downloads 
as well as it's out on Blu-ray and DVD. So if you're interested in picking those up in a physical copy, definitely do so. Check out 101 Films, all the great things that they have dropping on a regular basis. And go check us out over on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and of course, over on Letterboxd. And until our next episode, we'll catch you in the future. Peace.